0: Hey there, fabulous teacher. Have you been wondering how to make writing time in your classroom more effective for your students? Do you want your students to love writing time? If so, I think it's time for you and I to start transforming your writing instruction. I'm Melissa Morrison and I have a passion for helping teachers to feel confident in teaching writing and help them grow successful writers. I've worked with numerous teachers to guide them through this transformation, and in this podcast, I bring you the practical strategies you need to make writing the best time of your day. Let's get going. Hey there, teacher. Welcome back, and thanks for joining me. Today is the last episode in the writing process series where we will talk a little bit about editing and publishing. So, here we go. So, I want to start by thinking about what it is that we want to value in writing and in teaching writing, what we want our students to value. And I think we know by now that one of them is the idea of teaching the writer um, because we value the writer. And this thought of valuing the writer and not the writing is going to help us in our decision-making with editing and publishing because we're not worried about the piece itself. Uh, and we'll talk more about that. And I also want us to think about valuing the progress. You know, w- we want to move students forward. We want them to be able to do that on their own. So we want to celebrate all the work that they do within their writing um, work and within the um, piece of writing that they're working on. What is it that they have accomplished in it? And that's what we want to value. And that also will have a lot to do with how we're asking them to publish. Um, I also want you to think about this phrase, public, not perfect. When we think about publishing something, it's to really put it out there in the world, right? Now, we know that professional authors are going to have an editor. So even the professional author is not writing a perfect piece, or at least the publishing company might not think so. And so they're going to have someone who fixes, fixes it up for them, even, you know, professional writers. However, we don't really want to, we want to acknowledge our students as writers, but they're certainly not professional writers. And so we don't have the same expectation, even for that piece before it goes to editing um, of the publisher. We know that we want to value the the writer. And so we know that we're not going to try to push their piece to the end, publishing past what they're capable of doing themselves or with a little help. Um, And so again not focusing on the writing but knowing that we're never really going to have a perfect piece i mean even the editor might not have a perfect there might be someone who wants to fix something that's published in a book um but we think about public not perfect and the idea of sharing it in some way and as we are sharing it still valuing the prog progress or i'm sorry the process too as well um and so this will look different publishing for different grade levels um for one reason because when you get into the older grades they're probably typing to draft um there may be some students who really still want to write and therefore their published piece might be now typed on a computer um but a lot of times i would say most of them are, are drafting on the computer um sometimes they don't even get a choice which i don't like but that way it's not so hard to go and publish it by typing it up and maybe if it's um maybe they still want to illustrate it in some way maybe it's informational book and they want to add some pictures and things like that but that's the it's not so much of a issue when you think of it think of how you're going to publish the book but when you move down to younger grades where they are writing and they're not typing um there you're going to get into where they have a choice to maybe they would type in order to publish their piece or they're not going to. So we will talk about that. But before we get into that, I wanted to talk about this public piece and how we can help our writers to really share their writing with others. Um, Because as we've talked in the last episode and in many other of my episodes, we know that If writing is authentic, there's a reason for writing it. And unless they truly want the piece to just be for them or they don't want to share it with someone, um, most often it's meaningful or has meaning because they are going to share it. They're writing it for others to see, whether it's just for them to enjoy a story um, or for them to learn something or for them, the writer, to persuade someone in some way we want to think about how they can really share that with others. So there's a lot of different things that can be done um, for students in our classroom. So one thing that can be done is that it can be shared with other classes in the school. Um, even in middle school, you could think about sharing your, uh, there could just be other classes that aren't in their grade level reading they or writing class, it could be that they go down a grade level and share, um, or that they just share with the different subject. You know, so students are in a different subject at the same time, maybe they have a little share with them. Um, They, you could have, even if it's um, the end of the unit or the end of the year, you have a writing celebration. We've done something called writing on the wall and, or writing on the walls, I think. And we literally hung writing up in the cafeteria or in the gym all along the walls and people could go and read it. You could invite, you could just have the school come. You can invite families to come. Students um, can do this in any grade level and it can be as small or as big as you wish. If you think about the upper grades as well, they could do some publishing online. If you have parents' permission, there are plenty of um, places, sites where students can publish just for each other, for other students. They can um, write comments for them as well. You could have them, do a video and we know publishing doesn't just have to be written because they could maybe doing a speech or something so they could go um, make a video the video could be shared with uh, friends classmates family members Um, so there are a variety of ways and you know you might not want to do a big thing every every time a piece of writing is done because it takes some organization Um, but consider how they can really get things out there um, so that they feel like they really are publishing their work and there's a reason why they were writing it another thing that can be done and this can be for any grade level is the pieces that they have written can be put in the library so if they were online um they could be printed out or it could just be online and maybe there's something that your school shares that other students could be able to see it i don't maybe there would be a google um file or folder that could be shared so people could read each other's writing. Um, But for the younger grades, especially if they have hard copies of their writing, um, they haven't done it on a computer, then they can put it in the library and it can be there in, in the nonfiction for nonfiction books and the fiction for fiction books and students can go and take out their book or even just read it while they're there in the library. It might be better. Um, But then students know that other people are reading their work, other students are reading it. They might even be able to write them a little note or give them a little sticker or something like that. So people, the students know that others have read it. Um, And then you can even do in this in the younger grades too a little publishing party, whether it is just for your class and everyone gets to share because maybe they haven't gotten to read their whole piece out loud um, or inviting other classes in or inviting family members in. You can even do it video wise. You know, if you've been teaching for a few years, you've done some virtual work. And so you have ways that you might be able to do a Zoom where family members can watch. Um, You could do flip grids and then share it with others somehow. Um, So there are a lot of different ways that that can happen. You can even just take pictures. Um, I can't remember what it was. There was something that I know a lot of teachers have used um, in the younger grades, or Seesaw is what I'm thinking of, I guess, where you can just take pictures of it and put it on there for others to read as well. So there's a lot of different ways to do it. And I would really encourage you to consider at least a couple times a year, where you make it a little bit of a bigger deal, where the students' writing is getting published in some way for more than just you and your cl- and their classmates to see or hear. Hey there again, teacher. I just wanted to take a break to let you know about a free resource that I have created for building independent writing stamina in your classroom. And this checklist isn't just about using things like timers or music, but it actually includes all the things that I would want you to think about when teaching the writer in order to help... Um, increase their engagement, and therefore build their stamina for writing time. So if you're interested, you can check the show notes or um, find it on Instagram. And I hope that it is a helpful resource for you. So now let me get back to how I had mentioned before wanting you to think about valuing the progress. And I think we can also say valuing the process. Um, Both are really equally important, but they're very similar. Um, Because when we think about that public not perfect, we're not pushing to perfection because we know that that will be past what our students can do independently. So what are we looking for? We're looking at the process of writing being shown, being done, and valuing that work and valuing the progress that students have made, whether it be from the beginning of their piece to the end or even from the beginning of a unit to the end because they've learned so much and tried so much and practiced so much throughout that time. and that's when we're seeing this published piece, right? That's when we're trying to, um, when when we take the time for them to go through the whole process of writing and publish a piece. So let's think about what that would look like. And this is where we can talk a little bit more about the editing part. So imagine, you know, I said you could have students, the younger students who have um, their books that they're making, and they could hang them up on the walls out and put them in a library. So what would they actually look like? Well, they're going to look very similar to what they first put down on their page, except now maybe they are coloring it if they haven't colored already. Now maybe it has a cover on it. Now maybe um, it is showing some revision strips that you've taped onto their paper or the little carrots with the things that they added or the lines crossed out where they had to fix a spelling or take out a word, we want to see that because it is not really grade level appropriate for anywhere from K, uh, kindergarten all the way to second to rewrite their work. Um, A, they don't have the stamina, B, they don't have the interest, C, we're not worried about it looking perfect, Um, and it's just too much for them. They they really can't even copy like that and, and get everything on there. And it takes so much time. We don't want time spent on that. We want time spent on the real work of writing. Now, if there is a piece that's super messy and the student can do better than that, not because they're scribbles and we want them to be letters because obviously they're not ready for that. But if they really are, it's so messy that you can't read it. Hopefully you have spoken to the student already about making it clear for their reader and they've tried to fix it up a little bit. Um, But maybe there's a page in the book that really has had a lot of erasing or you can't really read it. You can ask them if they would like to take the time to rewrite it. Or you could ask them if you would like um, to have maybe like a little note on there that says what what they wanted wanted it to say. I, I don't like that though as much. Um, I would give them the option, do you want to try to write this page again? Do you want to try to write this a little more neatly or fix the picture? And I really would leave it up to them because we want them to know that we value the work they are doing as a writer um, and we're not looking to have this piece that looks a certain way. Everyone's is going to look different. We shouldn't even know what it's going to look like at the end because we don't know what those writers are going to want to do. But it really is not grade level appropriate for them to rewrite it. In the book about the authors by Katie Wood Ray with Lisa Cleveland, um, they speak a little bit about publishing, and I wanted to share um, what they said here. So after they talked about students drafting and doing some revision and editing, they say, many of the books the children finish are not published in any more formal way. They are simply finished and shared, and that's the end of it. Remember that we have set the children up to put a lot of energy into the production of books right from the start, so to ask the children to reproduce them in the name of publishing in the end just doesn't make much sense. So right from the experts there. Um, now you might find that even in the younger grades, you want them to use some technology at some point in the year. And so perhaps they do that. And, um, whether or not you have someone type it for them, so they just sit right next to them, they read the book to them and someone could type it or type a few parts of it. Um, as far as, you know, just the, the words that they say that go with a picture, maybe it's an informational book and they really want to have real photographs that they find and put it in there. Um, you know, that's up to you, but try to. Um, you know, even use that process as like, okay, now it's like you're going to send it to the publisher, like an author does, and, you know, show them one of the books that's written, and maybe even see if you can find um, a real author's draft that they've sent to a publisher and say, you're going to send it to the publisher, who is you or your teacher helper, or what have you, and we're going to type it up for you. Um, because maybe you do want to have a nice published book to give them or um, at some point in the year, and that's okay. I understand that. But I would find a way to make sure they know that you still value the work that they've done. Um, and you know, our actions are how we really share that with our with our writers. in the older grades, I would say even the third grade, though, I have heard from many um, experts in the field that third grade is is kind of a hit or miss whether or not they would want to rewrite it., um, and maybe at that point they would want to type it up if they haven't already. I know there's you know, a lot of schools where Chromebooks and all are being used as early as second and third grade. But maybe they're not used for everything so I, it's a little bit different but i always want students to have a choice and for me pen and paper pencil paper is the best way even now even now for me as someone who could go on and just start typing and i would do okay i tend to like to write first or that's my preferred method um so i like them to have a choice but then you can have them try it in different ways even throughout the year drafting on the computer first, drafting on paper first, planning it out on paper and then drafting it on the computer. Um, But it's also more difficult for you to keep track of, for me, um, to keep track of their revisions. I know it's possible in like Google Docs to be able to do that, but um, I just wanted to make sure I shared that with the lower grades. You You don't necessarily want them to be revising and you certainly don't need them to. I already did kind of speak about the upper grades and how typically they are already drafting on the computer. And so the revision process, although it should still be pretty cumbersome because you really want them to work on things like sentence structure and details and all of that. Um, as far as the editing goes, um, which is what I'm supposed to be talking about, it is pretty easy for them at times because of the computer. But let's talk a little bit about that. Um, public not perfect and valuing the progress and also remembering teaching the writer. I know I spoke about that earlier and how that does have to do with our um, editing, especially and even publishing, because we know that not every student is ready to revise or edit to the same level or to even grade level expectations. And so even in a sixth, seventh, eighth, grade class, when a student brings you their work, I've seen several you know teachers who say, bring me your work, we're gonna go over it. And then they just start editing it with them maybe even a little bit of revising, but let's try to talk. I'll try to stick with editing. I apologize. Um, And they're just saying, oh, you know, period, where are you you missing a period? Tell me. Um, Or they go through and fix it for them and then want them to go and correct it. Well, again, these students don't really know sometimes how to edit their work. Now, you might be thinking, well, they should. They should know where a period goes. Well, that's fine. And there are ways you can work on that. But right now they're clearly not showing you that they're doing that. So it's either something or maybe both that you're going to want to teach them in some way, as far as how to do it from the beginning or, or, and, or you're going to give them strategies for revising to help them do that as well. But how I see it going also is you look at their paper and you say, okay, when it comes to editing, what are the things they are doing? And what are the things they are not? And what is one thing that I can get them to do? Or what is one thing I want them to try to do? Now, this is different than grading. You can grade it however your school wants you to grade it. But that doesn't mean you have to make the students do that there's a difference, right? So let's say I know that they have, um, again, trying not to get into revising, um, if they are having trouble with their ending punctuation. So I'm going to say, all right, let me think of a way I can coach them through this. Perhaps I'm going to have them read. And when they think they need to pause, we stop and see if we should need a period. I show them how to do it once, maybe twice. I have them do it with me. And then I say, okay, I want you to go through and try to do the rest on your own. So you're looking to see what this student can do or how you think you can help them move forward in editing in some way. Maybe it's commas. maybe, I don't know, um, And depending on the grade level, of course. And then you say, okay, how can I teach them this? How can I coach them with it? And then I'm going to let them try to do it on their own. But I'm not necessarily trying to go back and edit every single thing. Again, this could be with capitals, um, with any grade level. This could be with... Even um, if you think about editing as fixing letters, you know, that are written incorrectly, that could be something that students go back and look for. And for some students, it's certain letters. So I just want you to remember that you're teaching the writer. And instead of trying to perfect the piece and focusing on the writing, you focus on the writer, what you can help them do and what you can get them to do. So that really makes a, a big difference, I think, in how we view editing and how we ask our students to do that. again I am so happy to have had you listen in again today I would like to ask a little favor if you're enjoying the podcast could you take a moment to go wherever it is that you listen and write a review and tell others what you find um, so great about these episodes I would love to be able to share it with more teachers to help them in their writing instruction just as hopefully I've been helping you thank you so much